Today, you are going to be hearing a sermon from one of our ministers here on staff. We hope this word blesses you, and remember that we love and appreciate your time here. Now, let's hear what the Lord has for you today. place today Lord we give you glory God we thank you Lord for this opportunity to worship you to praise you with your hands lifted high father we exalt your name we thank you for your presence that's in this place we thank you so much for who you are we thank you Lord to see graduations like that Lord Because each and one of us in this room and those that are watching online, we struggle. We all struggle. But it takes faith. It takes determination to know that you are right beside our side. So I pray for anybody in this room who is struggling. I pray for anybody in this room that walked in lonely, depressed, or just struggling in their life. And they've been keeping it to themselves. I pray that your Holy Spirit, God, will begin to touch them right now, Lord. Father, your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, give God a big shout of praise and glory. I'd like to read you my text out of the book of Philippians chapter 1. Verse 27 through 30. I'll have you sit down right after this, but Philippians chapter 1, verse 27 through 30 says, Whatever happens, conduct yourself in a manner worthy of the gospel. Then rather I come and see you or only hear about you in my absence. I will know that you stand firm in the one spirit, striving together as one for the faith of the gospel. Verse 28, without being frightened in any way by those who oppose you, this is a sign to them that they will be destroyed, but that you will be saved and that by God, For it has been granted to you on the behalf of Christ, not only to believe in him, but also suffer for him. And some of you probably have crossed that out in your Bible. But to also suffer for him. Verse 30, where I want to target on, since you are going through the same struggle you saw I had, and now hear that I'm still I, that I still have. I want to speak to you on this subject. We all struggle together. We struggle together. So before you sit down, tell, them, tell your neighbor, are you struggling this morning? Thank you. And as you sit down, and if they said they are struggling, I want you to tell them, me too. It is an honor to to always minister the Word of God. I never take uh, ministering the Word of God for granted. I 
Um, I appreciate Pastor Ruben and um, Pastor Ruben Reyna for allowing me to, to minister, but um, was never really good in sports. I mean, I played basketball, you know, I, I was a, a center when I was five years old, so that was tall, you know, back then, you know. Played a little bit of flag football, and I mean, I, I, I played sports, but I found that my passion um, in what I do is preaching. So when I preach, I, I take what I do for serious. You, you got people who do sports. They, they go all out, buy the right shoes and buy the you know, right equipment, go all out. When I preach, I, I make sure I go all out because that is the gift from God. Bible says that Jesus has the same fullness as God. And, um, you know, I think every time that we, we, I do the prayer, and Pastor Anthony did the prayer today, but I always say this, do we all have needs in our lives? And we always say we do. Some people are shy. They don't want to let anybody know that they have a need. You know, some raise their, you know, we've learned that we all raise our hands together some of us raise our hands and one foot because we all have needs. And I like to honestly keep it real, and I think that's what, what keeps me connected to our church and, and to our pastor is that we, we don't come to a perfect church. We don't. And thank God we don't come to a perfect church because on all honesty, we would be pretty messed up because it'd be a perfect church. And the reason I want to speak on this subject that we struggle together is because each and one of us in this room today, we all struggle. Some struggle in different ways. We struggle, some struggle with addictions, some struggle with with needs, some struggle with sicknesses, some just struggle living. And the fact is, is that as we begin to look at struggles, the struggles is the, the, the same for myself. And it's funny that when Pastor and I share, his, he begins to say, well, I struggled with that before. And he'll be able to help me and begin to, to direct me. That's just wisdom. When I hang around with young adults, my wife and I right now, we, we are teaching the young adults. And, and I share a lot of backstory with them that as a young adult growing up, there were struggles that we went through, struggles that I went through as a teen, struggles I went through as a young adult, struggles that we went through in our marriage, but where God got us. And, and what I teach the young adults is that the backstory of my life, because what you, what you see right here, what you see in the preaching, what you see in the excitement, what you see in the, the enthusiasm as I minister the word of God, you don't see the backstory of the struggles that I had to get where I'm at today. And I'm transparent with the young adults because I know what it is to be a young adult and come to church and, and we don't want people to look at them like they're, they're devils or, or they're bad kids because in all honesty, I don't think in this room here today we have the perfect kid, the perfect son, the perfect daughter. The, you, right now you think your kid in, in nursery or in Sunday school, they're behaving right now. In all honesty, they're in timeout right now. 
And you're like, Jimmy was so good today, wasn't he? And the teacher's releasing them and going, oh, God, thank God you came. And the reason I share that with you is because we all struggle. We all go through things in our lives that we do struggle. So when people begin to share with me, text me, or, or begin to say, Pastor, can you give me some, some counseling? There are some times where someone will text me in the morning, pray for me, I'm going through it. And sometimes I'll just strike back and say, me too. Because I'm not Superman. I'm not, a, I'm not an Avenger pastor or minister here. I go through things, but I know who to go to to give me the strength. I know where to go to that the God that saved me, the God that delivered me, and the God that can help me, that can help you as well. So we all struggle. So we don't have to come to church with this picture of saying, I got to be perfect. Or, or when somebody says, are you okay? The fact is, is that sometimes it's okay to say no I'm not okay I'm tore up I'm messed up I barely made it here but the fact of the matter is is that you made it that makes you different from anybody else that didn't come today and if you're watching online uh, it's okay you're tuned in don't get offended but then you have those that just choose not to come or choose not to watch online because of the struggle that is too hard for their lives. And, and I want you to fill in this blank here. I can't believe I'm still dealing with. Don't say it out loud because I don't want to. I can't believe I'm still dealing with. In this letter to the Philippine, the Philippines, Paul was encouraging them that in the struggle that they're facing for a lot of us, our entire lives, spent struggles, our struggles are, are just uh, themselves. And what I've learned uh, is that a lot of us go through the same pattern uh, over and over. We struggle with the same thing over and over in life. Uh, the typical life pattern uh, of the old problems revealed back uh, in the, the story of Jacob. Uh, not everybody uh, that God used uh, is noble and righteous. Uh, although Jacob uh, was a bit uh, crazy and uh, uh, loony up here, God still used him in the important things. And you see that in the book of Genesis. I'm not going to read there, but it's in the book of Genesis, chapter 32, verse 24 through 26. Uh, at the age of 97, think about that. He's about a hundred years old. Jacob attempts to, to, to begin to re, re, reconcile with his oldest brother Esau of all of the things that went through in their lives. They were so messed up. They were so messed up against each other that, that they even fought in their mother's womb. Talk about a struggle. They struggled even before they were even delivered. A struggle 
They struggled into even coming into this world. And at the age of 97 or, or at 100 years old, Jacob is now trying to fix everything that he tried to outrun. Uh, he's going to, to back uh, to confront Esau. He spent all of this time, a century of the same struggle in his life. Uh, but in that way that to face Esau, uh, Jacob had to encounter where he wrestled with God all night long. Have you ever been in a place of your life where you know that you should get something right of a struggle or a hang-up in your life and you end up wrestling with God because God is convicting you? We struggle in our lifestyle. We struggle in our walk with God. We struggle in whatever it may be. Uh, and Jacob had this encounter where he wrestled with God all night. Uh, and this encounter forced him uh, to finally face himself. Uh, then when he got to Esau, uh, his brother uh, wasn't even mad at him anymore. Have you ever pictured something in your life uh, that you thought was going to happen, uh, but it ended up being the wrong uh, idea in your mind you see for some of us we have come to church with guilt shame and all of these things in our lives and you begin to say God can never heal me God can never forgive me it's the total opposite the devil has been lying to you the devil has been taunting you and all God wants to do is heal you and set you free and love you and embrace you that is the God uh, that we serve uh, in the times of our struggle. Uh, so if you're struggling here this morning, uh, you're watching online this morning, uh, and you begin to say, you know what? Uh, I've been struggling for years. Uh, I've been struggling with this. Uh, my dad had it. My grandpa had it. My mom had it. Uh, everybody had it. Uh, I'm here today to tell you uh, it's time to cancel that in your DNA uh, to be able to say uh, I'm no longer have to struggle in this anymore. Jacob was so worried about facing Esau, but his real struggle was the battle that was going on inside. Just like Jacob, the things that have worried us about facing often are the things uh, that we shouldn't be concerned about. Uh, you have to understand today, uh, your real struggle is not with uh, someone else. Your real struggle uh, is not with your money uh, because your real struggle here today is within us. The struggle that we're facing, the struggle and the battle that we're facing uh, is not your neighbor, uh, it's not your spouse, uh, it's not your kids, uh, it's the battle within us. Uh, the only real struggle uh, that you'll ever have uh, is within us. Uh, it's the battle that we face that's in our lives. Don't say that you can't change. You just don't want to change. Because we serve a God who can do the impossible. I knew this would be a little quieter. 
Situations will apply the struggle within, but the real fight for our life is taking place in the inside. If it doesn't really matter what struggles, we must deal with the external part. If we can't win the internal struggles, we won't be able to control the external struggles outside of our lives. Understand, we all go through battles in our lives. We all go through things in our lives. And I'm here today to tell you, uh, this is why uh, that we need to understand uh, and agree uh, that we all struggle together uh, and if we all struggle together uh, I sound uh, like a broken MP uh, song uh, it is okay to struggle together uh, because we can lean on each other uh, we can depend on each other uh, this is why it's so good to come to church because we could be able to get lifted up from our brothers and our sisters it's like a coach I can motivate you all you want I can hype you up all you want and it's good because how many of you have watched Rocky for a one million times and after you watch Rocky you said to yourself I'm gonna get back in shape like Rocky I'm gonna go ahead and do it I look at my wife and say I am the eye of the tiger <laughs> what did it do it pumped you up but you are on your own after but it's good to come to church and this is why it's so very important uh, that you listen to messages uh, you begin to play them you put worship music on uh, why because it begins to uplift you of understanding that you are not in this battle all by yourself you're not a phrase that we often hear it's something that I always have to just deal with Philippians 1 Paul is fighting to be free while he is in prison his circumstances are different his call versus his calling he is struggling with the situation he should be advancing the cause of Jesus Christ and yet he's stuck in prison now he's preaching and converting uh, those that he's chained up with in verse 27 it says uh, whatever happens uh, conduct yourselves in the manner worthy of the gospel uh, but I love the ending part of the verse it says uh, I will know uh, that you stand firm in the spirit uh, striving together uh, as for the one of uh, faith of the gospel uh, we need to strive together as a church uh, and as we begin to grow in the body of Christ uh, and as people begin to come in with their problems and their worries I'm here today to tell you that we all need to strive together as a church encourage one another tell somebody they look handsome a brother or a brother please and tell the sister to a sister sister you can go ahead and do it you don't have to be down and out this is why I'm here today because people have encouraged me well, you're a pastor. You should be able to endure all things. Well. 
My problems are different from your problems. Pastor's problems are different than our problems. When was the last time you encouraged pastor? Why did it get so quiet in here? You ever thought that he needed a text one day? A conversation, a note under his under his 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 door, pastor thinking about you, praying about for you. Because we all struggle. We all go through things. It's just that we handle ourselves different because that is our lives. That's we gotta hold our composure. We gotta hold ourselves different, but deep inside, you don't know exactly what we're going through, what we're facing, because the the fact of the matter is, is that we all struggle. But we struggle together. Paul in prison, he's not, a, he's not at the church yet, uh, but he's beginning to preach there. And I preached this a couple of weeks ago that, that he's there in, the, in prison. Uh, and I want you to understand as you begin to think about life, you begin to think about everything in our lives. We all struggle. Is there not anybody in this room today that doesn't struggle? You don't struggle? You're Jesus here. We all struggle. We all go through battles in our lives. We go through things in our lives. Uh, you don't, there is someone in this room today, you don't even realize uh, that the headache, uh, you don't realize that there is a mom in here today uh, that can't sleep at night because they're worried about their child that's out in the street. Uh, but they're here praising God uh, and lifting up their hands. Uh, but they need someone uh, that's going to say, uh, I'm with you. Uh, I'm right behind you. Uh, there is somebody in this room here today that's battling cancer uh, but they're lifting up their hands uh, they need a word from God uh, they need a high five uh, they need someone to encourage them uh, I'm here today to tell you uh, that we are a church uh, that's willing to go ahead and say devil uh, you're not gonna mess up my brother uh, you're not gonna mess up my sister uh, if you're gonna go ahead and go after him uh, or her you gonna better come after me uh, because I am a child of God. He's not going to go through this battle alone. He's not going to go through this sickness all alone. I'm right there behind him and right there beside her. That's the way we got to be. We are a church that stands united. He ever just had a bad day and came to church and someone encouraged you and it just did something to you you're like whoa all right but have you ever had a bad day and someone got on your nerves at church why did that one go louder than the other one we should be able to come in here and understand that we're fighting together we are. Paul is in prison, and uh, I want you to understand uh, in the, in the backstory of, of Jacob, uh, he struggled for that for what? Over 90 years. Can I tell you some words of wisdom? 
apologize, forgive, move on now before it's too late that you can't do it. At least Jacob had it at 97 years old. Scripture says is that he was worried about meeting Esau. And the scripture shows that he was worried. But as he began to walk over there, Esau came to Jacob and bowed down and they wept together. God. Our nature. Well, I'm too sick to pray. Our nature is. Oh, I just can't go ahead and do it. No, I just can't. This battle is just too hard. See, the enemy wants us to struggle alone without support and community. But God wants us to strive and struggle together as a church. Now, don't take this context out of, out of context. Uh, don't, don't take this and go, oh, Pastor, Pastor, you know, Minister Reuben said that we just all need to struggle together, so we're just going to have a power after church and just struggle together. It's not what I'm talking about. If that's all you're getting, you're missing the whole point of the story because we have our highs and our lows. Uh, we have our battles. Uh, we have our ups and our downs. Uh, and some of us are in this room today and we're having our downs. Uh, but I pray to God today uh, that you get encouraged by the word of God. Uh, you get encouraged uh, by your neighbor uh, that's clapping and shouting and saying amen. Uh, you see, when I hear an amen uh, and when I hear people people clapping, uh, that encourages me uh, because the very first thing uh, that I did when I got out here, you could ask my wife, she can show you the text. I said, pray for me because I am nervous. Amen. Believe it or not, yes, I get nervous. Amen. No, I don't look like it. I won't run around the church like Phil does. Because that takes guts. Because I might not make it back up here. And that took faith for you. <laughs> Fact is, is that some of us or any, some of us in church today, we're only here because someone encouraged you. Anybody ever felt like giving up? Think about Cooper. Think about how many times he was probably wanted to give up. I think at least since I've been here, there was a time where he said, I'm done, I'm gone, I'm out of here. But just the encouragement of people, myself, Pastor Anthony, Pastor Ruben, Pastor Soto, he was able to graduate. You all think Rose okay, and he is handsome. Plays that guitar like like nothing, but you saw he threw that guitar down like I'm tired. <laughs> He's like I'm done. It's like drop the mic, drop the guitar, bam. He needs encouragement, and we do that from time to time. Out of the blue. Some of you men in here, you, you've got it in a text where, hey, you could do it today. You could make it today. 
That's what a church is supposed to do. You're like, why are you preaching something like this? We got this down packed. Okay, we do? This place would be jam-packed. There would be no room in this place. We could get better at what we do. We literally can. I love our church so much. I got to honestly say that we have the best church, the best worship team, the best pastor. I believe that, that, that God shows up here before he shows up at any other church. And there should have been everybody screaming in this room. I said that I believe that God shows up at this church more than he shows up any other church. Why? Because we are a church that sticks together. We are a church that goes hand in hand and saying, devil, you better get out of here because this is God's church. Go to some other church down the street. We don't want you here. Please leave our men's home alone. Leave our women's home alone. Leave our ushers alone. I'm here today to tell you that when we unite together, we bound together and we begin to pray together, sing together, shout together. Oh man, the neighborhood is wondering what's happening over there. I didn't know they were having a concert. Yes, we are. We're praising God. We're lifting up our hands and I love to confuse the devil. The devil is wondering you should be crying. You should be weeping. But instead, we're praising God. I love to confuse the devil. At 97 years old, Jacob wrestled with God to meet his older brother. Verse 28 in our text of Philippians, it says, your struggle is a sign. If God has loved you this much, this is a sign that God is 100% committed in the rest of your life. He shared in our struggles so that we could share in our strength. Paul was a mighty man of God. He was very defenseless with, the, with, with what he was doing. He was telling them of their struggles too. He gave them a model of empathy in which we allow people to see in our struggles. Uh, you see, we, we, sometimes we, we show people more our struggles than what God is doing in our lives. Amen. How are you doing, brother? Oh, my God, you know. I'm broke. Well, we know you're broke. But what has God done in your life? Paul is providing empathy. I feel you. I'm with you. And he's also having sympathy of saying, I hear you. And that's what we need to be sometimes. Where's my handsome keyboard player? Sometimes we just need to be an ear for somebody. Just, just listen to them. Listen to them. And listen to them. Yes, give them some godly wisdom advice, but sometimes, 
sometimes we're just like, well, you wouldn't have done that in 1979 if you didn't do that in, in 1985. And, if, you know, if you didn't buy that car, you wouldn't be broken. If you didn't do that, you know, it's like, oh, God, forget it, you know. I mean, I came to you for help. I feel more messed up. Sometimes we just got to say, I get it. I hear you. I know you messed up. But it doesn't have to be that way. Could you imagine if God was like that with us? Could you imagine if pastor was like that with us? This church would be empty. This is a church full of grace and mercy. For some of us, it's our 1,000 salvation. How many times you give your life to Jesus? 1,005. How do you know? I just keep checking them. Every time I go up there, it's like, here I am again. Think about this. Why are we surprised that we even struggle in life? Throughout the Bible, it never shows us that once we give our lives to Jesus, all problems and all sorrows will go away. It only says that when we get to heaven. Our greatest struggle is ourselves. The greatest struggle of your life is the surrendering part of pride. Because deep down in my spirit, I... I believe that there's people in this room today who are struggling. We all struggle, but there are some more than others. Some of us are still struggling with addictions. Some are struggling with some battles in our lives. You wake up every morning and say, I'm not going to do that again. I'm not going to do that again. I'm not going to do that again. And you do it again. I'm not going to lust. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to curse. I'm not going to mistreat people. I'm not going to gossip. I'm not going to do this. And we, things that we don't want to do, we end up doing. We struggle. We all do. If you stand to your feet today, there, as you begin to stand and just close your eyes for a very moment today. Would you all lift up your hands to God in this room today? 
Father, as our hands are stretched to you, as our hands are lifted to you, you see the exact struggle that we are facing in our lives. And I pray right now, Lord, that this would be the day that they release it to you. It may not be gone immediately, but you're going to be working within them. Some are dealing with fear. Some are dealing with doubt. Some are dealing with loneliness, God. And some in this place today, they're dealing with some addictions in their lives. They're dealing with something in their lives that God, only you and them know. We declare that it will be broken But Father, we pray over this church right now that this would be a church that we stand together. No matter what comes our way, no matter what storms, no matter what attacks come our way, we will stand together. We did it before, and we will do it again. If you're in this place and you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you're watching online and you don't know Jesus or you walked away from God. We're all going to say this prayer together. But if you, this is you, you mean it in your heart. And the moment that you do it, God is going to forgive you. And you have a ticket to heaven. Say, Jesus, I come before you. That you will forgive me of all of my sins. I ask you into my life in Jesus' name.